Hello everyone, hope your day's going well. A little bit gloomy outside, I think, or maybe some of us out there probably get some snow right now. Um, this is this is Tuesday, um, the 24th, and this is our first opportunity in our journey through 2 Corinthians to actually look at a, at, a, at text as we begin this, and we took a look at the at the the background of 2 Corinthians in our uh, in our summary last week. Um, so now we're in the text, uh, and the passage that we took a look at last Wednesday, that was uh, January 18th, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 1 through 11. Again, 2 Corinthians 1, 1 through 11. So I'm going to give you an opportunity to read through that. Just pl- press pl- pause there on your player and um, read it, and then we'll get back together here in just a second. Okay, hopefully you have the opportunity to read that passage. Not a long one, and to be completely honest with you, this is the beginning of a letter. There's there's not a tremendous a, a lot here, um, but there is something important that we do need to, to focus on here just for a little bit. Um, as we get started here, just, just a little bit of review. Keep in mind, there have been a number of hiccups in the relationship between the Apostle Paul and this church in Corinth. Um, as we talked about last week, pride seems to be an issue there, and pride is, is always um, uh, something that causes division. And um, we also, what we understand, if, if we remember to last week, that Paul had recently had um, a visit there in Corinth, and it did not go very well. Um, he left not on good terms, and after he left, he wrote a letter that, that we um, probably don't have. Um, some people think that that might actually be um, the end of, of 2 Corinthians, but uh, that, that's not for sure, and a lot believe that's not the case. Um, but this letter that he wrote was, was basically um, telling them, um, it, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a fun letter, as we'll see in chapter 2. He wrote it with sorrow and with tears, um, telling them how they needed to correct the situation there in Corinth, and they did so. So this letter is um, writing them to tell him that he's happy that they responded well to that last letter. So as we begin this, we see that Paul is not alone in writing this letter. I'm sure he takes the primary role, but Timothy um, is, is also addressed as, as a writer, um, a sender of this letter. Um, Timothy plays a role seemingly in several letters. Uh, Philippians, Colossians, First and Second Thessalonians also mention him at the beginning. Um, um, the smaller letter of Philemon um, is also mentions Timothy near the beginning, um, so that's kind of interesting for us to see. As, as we see to this begin, he just kind of greetings and salutations in the first couple of verses. Following this, um, we see Paul giving thanks for the response of, of the church there in Corinth, um, and not only that, um, letting him know, letting them know that um, that the comfort of the Lord is something that is very, very um, needed as well as um, valuable and noticeable um, when someone is experiencing suffering, which Paul has has done that um, on a number of, well, Paul um, suffers a lot for Jesus. Um, that was, Jesus said he was going to suffer for him when, when he called him. Um, so, Anyway, this this word comfort that we see in verses three through seven, um, the the word behind that is paraklesis. It's only used thirteen times in the New Testament in this particular form. Nine of those times is is right here in chapters one through seven of Second Corinthians. So we're going to see Paul um, hold on to this theme for some time. How how comfort for God comes for His people who are suffering. Now, following this, um, we see that. 
Paul is going to go a little bit into detail of a particular suffering that um, that he has recently experienced, and he's using not just I, he's using the pronoun, verses 8 through 11, of we. So it's not just him suffering, it's probably um, his traveling companions as well. And this affliction that he's enduring, uh, he, he gives us some detail, but he doesn't tell us um, what this affliction was. So there's some debate about what exactly Paul was dealing with here, um, and we really don't know what it was, but this is what we know about it. This left an, quite an impression on Paul. Um, when we look closely at this affliction that he was in the middle of, this suffering he's in the middle of, we see words like this, death. We see uh, a state of deep, deep depression. Um, again, I got to just mention it again, we see death a number of times. Um, we see that this, this what he was enduring was overpowering. It was inescapable. And um, they thought they were going to die, and they, just, just be straight with you, look closely at it, they were ready to die. Um, but they were delivered um, by the action of God from this peril, from this affliction, from this suffering. Um, and in the midst of this, as he wraps this part up, he lets the, the church there in Corinth know how much he appreciates their prayers. And this entire ordeal had a very, very strong effect on Paul. Um, and that effect was this. It taught him even more so to rely on God's faithfulness to his people in the midst of suffering. Um, that's something we probably ought to remember, uh, that just because life gets difficult does not mean that God is not here for us. Scripture has one very, very strong theme that unfortunately a lot of believers tend to try to ignore, and it's this. The people of God in this world will suffer, okay? And God will be for there for them in the midst of their suffering. And Paul, he says, God delivered us, and yet God will deliver us again. In other words, Paul knows that more suffering will come, and that just like God delivered them this time, he will deliver them once again. Here's the, here's the thing for the family in Christ, for the people of Christ, the followers of Christ. Um... This world can't defeat them. Just can't happen because even death is a victory because of Christ's victory over death. So some powerful lessons here um, for us, especially those of us who might be experiencing suffering at this time. Um, keep in mind that does not mean that God has abandoned you. Uh, that's such a powerful lesson for us to remember. Okay, we'll see more about this suffering as we work our way through 2 Corinthians, um, especially towards the end. Um, but let's, uh, let's hold off on that. We're not there. We've, we're only at the very beginning. Uh, again, this was what we took a look at just now was from the 18th, January 18th, last Wednesday. Tomorrow, which is January 25th, we will cover the second half of chapter 1 of 2 Corinthians. If you, that'll be basically be verses 12 through 24. If you want to take a look at that a couple times before class, that would be great. Um, if you haven't joined us yet for class, you are caught up um, through these summaries, and we'd absolutely love to have you. We'll have class at 7 o'clock for all ages. Prior to that, we will have supper at 6 o'clock, so just come eat some supper and then come to class. We would absolutely love to have you. If it does get slick out there tonight and tomorrow morning, be careful on those roads, and I um, hope to see you tomorrow evening.